It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 37, The Robots of Death. Uh, one quick note, in this episode, we of course start hoping that someone's going to send us free stuff of some kind. I mean, I've made it clear that uh, part of the reasons I got into this whole podcast thing was just for the loot, which I was told uh, several times by Dan was going to be a normal thing, and so far it hasn't. Um, that is, until yesterday, when uh, we checked the box and we got very nice old Doctor Who show mugs from uh, listener Steve, so thank you so much. Very nice, and just bringing that up now because you're going to hear, within this very episode, us complaining about the exact same thing. Without further ado, here is the Robots of Death. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. Control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flows, the TARDIS would be pure to all fields. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a gimmicky, but it's first. It's resulting reaction, despite it. Are you ready? Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show. I temporarily <laughs> forgot. What I'm doing, why I have a podcast, and what we talk about. Well, what we do talk about is the old Doctor Who show. Seems pretty clear. Title like that, you would think we would have better results on iTunes. (laughs) I say that because just this morning, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the uh, Apple Podcast app. Just search for Doctor Who. Maybe we'll be like 24. We don't come up at all now. No, but if you you search for classic Doctor Who. Classic Doctor Who, we're all, all over. It just feels like... This is something we should probably work out off air. <laughs> no, I, I like, definitely. This is our on air keyword problem. But in any case, so um, if we have any SEO experts in the uh, yeah. listening audience, this is the this is the old Doctor Who show, your classic Doctor Who review podcast. We come to you tri weekly every three weeks, uh, where you'll hear from me, Eric Grissom, and, as and always, your other co-host Dan Johnson. Usually, no, always yep. as well. Uh, yeah, we're here to talk about robots of death uh, today. We. Um, we don't have any viewer no, we're mail just, or let's uh, just jump into mail. this one. We we got some stuff, yeah. uh, some feedback on the website on the old Doctor Who Show dot com, uh, which is awesome. So keep doing that. We uh, have the Twitter account up and running specifically for Doctor Who, um, so you get a lot more postings around the time that we are about to release an episode or have released it. Um, so that's going great. Thank you guys for subscribing. Really cool. Uh, and obviously, we still have our Facebook page. So, if you guys want to get in touch with us, please do. Um, and yeah, subscribe. Above. Uh, if, if you didn't pick up from my uh, <laughs> complaining uh, as soon as we started, uh, subscribe to iTunes or our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. I think Google Play, um, wherever you can, just so that you always get the latest episode. The latest episode is also every three weeks. I did get an email uh, from Chuck asking when the next episode is. But our episodes will always be every three weeks, and you can go on a to Wednesday. the schedule page if you're unsure, olddoctorwhoshow.com. Hit the schedule link. Everything we're going to cover, including the date of like the next two or three ahead of us, you'll yeah. see listed. And you'll see that uh, generally they're, they're chronological. Again, we uh, started this off by going with the ones that were fan favorites, recommended ones that were available on streaming, and now it's just us. Uh, and streaming is not a thing. No news on that front uh, at all. Uh, we're just kind of going with... Uh, Ones that we thought we wouldn't watch. This yeah, one, however, like right now we're doing Robots of Death. Uh, we're a so little this out is of the order. Only one that we're, we're sort of going back in time. Next week yeah. we're going to be back 
Well, that's actually a problem. Maybe we should talk about that now. Sure. Next is Keeper of Tracking. Yep. Not available on Netflix, as I found out. On the disc service, right. Not available digitally. Yeah. So we're sort of at a... We're trying to figure this out. Hey, you know, we haven't yeah, done the uh, do about this one. local lending library uh, option here, so we can check that out. Yeah, and I, if you buy the DVD, it's like 100 So we have to figure out well, you know what, I actually, whether or not we should just skip it. Well, I mean, this leads, this leads, up, this leads up to the end to, of, uh, of Tom yeah. Baker. I mean, I know some of you guys have extensive cl- uh, libraries. I've seen your photos. It's amazing. Uh, right, let's of, vote now. Stuff. Do you want to do it? I, I I definitely want to do it. I think All right, so because at some it. point, you know what? This is a time traveling podcast. Uh, someone's going to listen to this in a year when the BBC finally gets their streaming stuff in this order. This is true. true. So, true. and I think it's an important set of stories. So we'll we'll figure it out, folks. Right. Um, so our hearts go out to you. We totally get it. If you're watching these along with us, it's going to be very hard for you to find Keeper of Tracking. So we're, obviously, there are ways. Uh, there are websites, uh, streaming video websites that aren't YouTube, but do similar things where you probably could find it yeah maybe uh, we don't encourage that behavior uh, check out the, the library DVD if you can check out the library, the library ask your friends um borrow it if someone owns it hey whatever buy it and then sell it back on ebay i don't know yeah i just don't wish it that. was it it's one of those things that just frustrates you because you want to do all these things we're saying buy it support it and you can't yeah. like you, you can't even get it on am Maybe I didn't check Amazon no. Video. I know you can't you can. get it on it's iTunes. It's not there. It's not there. Yeah. So it's just one of those. It's like, oh, okay. We, it's That's frustrating a, one of the biggest you, shows in the world. You would think. It would and you want to do the right thing and support the, the creative people who put it all together. And uh, they make it really hard for you right. to do that. So, so anyway. anyway that, we'll that, figure that out. We'll figure it out within three weeks. So next time will be our next show. Uh, this is going to go up on February 1st. Uh, February 22nd. You got a lot of days between then and now, between then and now, that doesn't mean yeah, does. between then and and then then, then, then. Uh, to watch Keeper of Tracking, yep. and then after that, Legopolis, which is easier easier to find. Yep. But we're going to do all it. right. With all of that said, awesome. um, let's get into Robots of Death, right? Unless you have anything else to add. Nope. Let's uh, hit that button. All right, hit the button. present carol's not here yet he's on his way he was in the rear section but it'll take a while right we'll make a stop then right now you all know that chubb is dead one of you killed him one of us surely that's what i said you did say one of you all right then one of us killed him the question is which one and why well this is a two-year tour Maybe Chubb was just beginning to get on somebody's nerves. Me? He was certainly getting on yours. Yes, but we all know where I was. I was on the power deck. Was Dask with you? Yes. And not all the time. I went to check the synchro relays. Now, look, I had nothing against Chubb, okay? He talked too much, but anyway, I was. Anyway, the time pool heard the scream. Uh uh-uh. uh. Says he heard the scream. Let's keep the point open. Why should I lie? Now, you interrupted Zilda. Finding family people never interrupt each other. Isn't that right, Zilda? Someone interrupted Chubb with both hands. Please, Paul. We're all waiting for Zilda. I was simply going to say the screen could have been arranged. How? A communicator recording. What would be the point? To give somebody an alibi, Commander. You sent Paul to look for Chubb. You could have arranged it all. You mean the poor man might have been dead when Pooh heard the scream? Oh, nice try, Zilda. Now, 
Does anybody know what this is? This is Robots of Death. Uh, this is a Tom Baker story written by Chris Butcher or Boker? I'm going to say Booch- Butcher. Butcher. Boucher. Butcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is directed by Michael Bryant. It's from 1977. The Doctor and Leela find themselves at the center of an Agatha Christian. I'm coining I that like term. It. Agatha Christian style Agatha murder Christian? mystery. Is it? Uh, aboard a dune-like uh, sand mining operation yeah. uh, that is filled with uh, of death, of death, uh, who we learn, you know, uh, are capable of death, even though that's against the first, well, they're capable uh, of murder. Prime directive. Anyway, yeah, so that, that's it. It's an Agatha Christmas story set on uh, dune. What did you think of the eye makeup, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> Just, I, I can had, we start on the costumes and eye. Makeup? I really was last night thinking I needed to get an eyebrow pencil so that when Eric and I Facetime this episode, <laughs> um, just so I could have come onto Facetime with the eye makeup already on, that would have been fantastic. Um, yeah. There's there's a lot of interesting uh, costuming going on in this. There's a lot, yeah. Everywhere. I love everything about this episode. Mm-hmm. I'll just start. I that. Too. I, I That was one of the reasons why we're doing this out of order. I love this episode, but while you mentioned the costuming, I think from the costuming to the set design was one. Of, I think one of the best classic era Doctor Who. The production design is fantastic. The, the sets are great. The, the miniatures, the lots lots of use of miniatures with with green screen yeah. combined, which was kind of cool. Um, and watch it. Lots of like long shots. Like you get that one shot where the doctor is very tiny. Usually you're seeing through, I don't know if it's like the machinery and then there's like that window and you can see people walking really far yeah. away. It's like extreme long shot stuff. It's just really well directed. Um, and the, the costuming is, is really interesting. The, the acting of as usual is, is really great, including some of the overacting, um, yeah, which well, is fine. Are you talking about robotitis? Ro- uh, ro- robophobia. Uh, ro- robophobia. Yeah, when yeah. uh, Paul just completely loses it. There's, he has two really good scenes. One where he sees the bloody hand, and then that's when he actually loses it. And then the other one, he's cowering underneath the workbench. That guy wins. He wins. Yeah, it's it's so it's so of its time too. Like when we introduce the cast or you know the crew of the ship, it's so like just space seventies. Um, just like space yuppies. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of Zardos. Like if you're yeah. familiar with that movie, there's like the upper class. I'll talk about Zardos all day. <laughs> I don't care. Um, but yeah, there's sort of like the aristocracy, like just, just that whole vibe. Um, it's kind of cool. Like there's cool backstory stuff, which, which I wish I knew more mm-hmm. about. The families, like there's 20 families, wealthy families, I guess, that sort of control everything. And they talk about that. Um, they make allusion to it, yeah. Z- they make illusion. Ze- not not Zelda. What's um? Yeah. Uh, oh, I have it right here. I want to say it's Zelda. 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 Yeah. Zelda. Zelda. She like she's from one of these families, and then the and Tus Tus the uh, Tus Tus yeah Tus. Um, was she also from a family? I don't think so. She was the pilot. I don't think she was actually from. Right. There's another guy that was from a family. Yeah, that, I think it was Borg. Killed. But it's just, yeah. it's just, an, it's a, it's a little detail, a little layer yep. uh, to help build out. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that. Uh, the first time we see the humans, they're like basically in this really posh kind of parlor lounge thing, and they have these. Yeah, it's like some kind of space, space lounge. lounge playing One guy's jazz, getting it, getting, like uh, getting rubbed down from a robot. Really now, sensual. By the way, he's rub getting down. rubbed down from a robot. Who wants to hang out with the jerk that's like, 
Hey, did you hear about that one robot that took the guy's well, arm that's off? That's Chubb. Right? I mean, he's <laughs> like, he's the scientist buzzkill. that gets killed, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, he had it coming." <laughs> like, yeah, nobody, no one, nobody no one really that cared. Guy. He was in that zero guy was one. horrible. Uh, but yeah, so they're, they're hanging out in the in the space lounge. So I mean, it's kind of cool because you have like the idea of these aristocracy families, the twenty families that rule everything. But but it seems like all humans are pampered because they're like the doctor says they're a society that completely is run by robot labor. They rely, yeah, they're reliant on these robots and so even um, these laborers the, who are on like a they're all about like the the directive to the robots cannot. Yeah, so you got your Asimov thing. Um, first first law. Exactly. Yeah. So that's. That's I mean, this episode thing, is so is the, just entirely references to things. So, I mean, the whole thing feels like yeah. an Agatha Christie story. So it's like ten little Indians, or and then there was none. It was a very much one of those things, mm-hmm. which you know, and those stories tend to take place like in a country manor house estate, and that's kind of so. It's, yeah, so it's like a it's locked locked thing. room or a bottle episode to be in stuff. A, uh, Sand miner, yeah. From so Dune. that right. So you got the Agatha Christie, you got the sand miner from Dune, you got all these references to to Asimov. Uh, one character's name is Borg. I mean, there's just all these like little things. It's uh, yeah, very much riffing off of uh, other things of the time. But anyway, right. And then they have really sort of interesting uh, face makeup and and festive hats. Hey guys, it's time to work. Make sure you bring your dumb hat. Like they all have to, because they're all hanging out in the lounge. Yeah, sans hats. And then it's time to get to work. And it's business like you formal. Put on the. Do you have yeah. the formal uh, plastic wear? Yeah, that was sort of... Yeah, especially uh, Toos, uh, the pilot. She she had that one that looked like a giant mohawk, sort of. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She really That was kind of cool. It. And it was very, like, you know, a multinational crew, too. Like, it's not just uh, a bunch of white dudes. You had you had all sorts of countries represented. Someone who was perhaps Indian or Pakistani and uh, a black lady. Other than that, it was a bunch of white people. <laughs> I mean, this is... This is Doctor Who. We had two okay, right, women. Right, right. This is like Except, a big uh, plus Leela, who is in her Amazonian jungle <laughs> costume the entire time. So you got to we'll take the good with the bad here. Talk about Leland. It was a Leland. I'm on. It was Twin Peaks. <laughs> that would be a better. That would be great. I'd love to see that crossover. We got to see the old wooden. So we're back uh, into that. So that again. I had to go back and remember, like, why are we there? Which. There isn't an answer with why we're there. We're just there. But that came up originally with Sarah Jane in uh, Mask of the Mandragora. Um, so apparently they did, yeah. you know, this is the last one, uh, last episode where they're actually in this control room. Um, apparently because when the set was in storage, all the wood warped. So that's why they just had to not oh, yeah, use it. Right. But I, I actually, we said it before when we first saw it the, the first time, but I, I really love this control room just because of the mix of like Victorian, you know, writing desk slash... TARDIS control console is kind of awesome. And while in this control room, we get one of my favorite This explanation is great. Uh, of how, why the TARDIS is bigger on the inside than the outside. Like, I love that whole, you know, which is bigger and then he... Yeah, so he's the visual there. aid of that. You yeah, know, I thought it was, that was pretty cool. And, and Leela just saying, well, that's silly. And he's, he's like, well, this is a fundamental principle of Time Lord <laughs> physics. Uh, that moment was pretty awesome. I would also start off with Leela... Uh, doing the yo-yo where she thought she had to do it in order to keep the TARDIS going. Yeah, poor, 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 poor Leela. Leela. She got a she got a, a bunch so of hard. weird things happen to her in this episode. She had that. She had to breathe in helium while trapped in a small closet for who knows maybe hours. She was stuck in there. Yeah, and she that was real yeah. too. She really did breathe in yep, helium. They did a few takes voice. with that. It was not a oh. post production effect. We also we uh, there's a lot of like little things. I guess. We're not really getting into the story, but I think it's okay. 
We talked in the past about how heavy yeah, the TARDIS was. I thought was. about that too. Well, didn't yes. we co- I think that, that, does that come comes later. after, right? That's the one where... Because with the, yes. the power of crawl, too, the, they picked it up and we we're like, well, how can they do? Because it's supposed to be so heavy. The crane And in this one, up. obviously, the crane arm picks it up as if it's, you know... It's, uh, but it's I, I, I flashed immediately. Detail, I know yeah, we, I, I yeah, thought about, about that immediately, that. too. But, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I also like that the word scientist is is sort of an insult, too. Like, the one guy, the guy who's in charge of the vessel is calling oh, yeah. going, scientist! Like, he's yelling about the scientist. Yeah. He hates scientists. He uses the word scientist. I really like, like that actor. Uh, he played Uvanov, who is the, the main guy. For some reason, like, he was great because they definitely were trying to... So the whole thing is, is a murder mystery. Someone among the crew is killing people. Uh, they can't figure out who it is. Yeah, and putting bike re- putting, putting bike reflectors on <laughs> no. them for some reason. <laughs> it's like when they're when they're looking at, it, they're like, "What is this thing?" I was like, "Oh, I thought you would put yeah. that on a ten speed." It's safety, I think. folks. Probably, it's safety. Probably. Um, so yeah, so they're so trying to figure out who it is. So they definitely do the misdirect where it could oh could it be this person? Could it be this person? But they definitely strongly lead you to think that's uh, Uvanov, even though there's kind of hints. Yeah, well, you're looking at the guy. Wa- like, there's lots of shots of feet. You're, you're trying like, to match well, he's the feet. Wearing the same yeah. outfit as that other feet. guy. Yeah. And then later on, too, even before they do a reveal, you see a video Purposefully of him obscured, and it's sort of yeah. distorted, but you can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell it's that guy. Well, you knew like, for sure oh, it wasn't Toos, so... Did you... Did yeah, you sort of... I mean, the mystery element is like, it's not... It's there, but it's also like, did you have a hard time I, figuring I out It didn't who matter. Was I didn't even try. I was like, oh, that looks like that guy. I guess that's who it is, but it wasn't really a big deal. Um... Only because the, more of the mystery was for the the crew on board trying to figure out which person did it, but we knew from advance that it was a robot, so we're just trying to figure out who the robot controller is. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't super obvious, but they did give you some some hints there. Um, so, what do we have here? If we want to want to talk through some of this, um, I do like that they make the ro- what do you think of the robot design? <clears throat> I, I yeah, I I do design. as well. Uh, yeah, I sent you a picture earlier of uh, Nipsey Russell in The Wiz, uh, which is really what that made me think yeah, of. Um, it's a little bit of that, and it's it's from what I remember Mr. Roboto looking like absolutely. from the Sticks video. I'd have to look that up again. Um, because but in maybe your mind, nothing like that. But that was Where's, like the yeah. First but in thing. your mind, that's exactly what? what it is. Yeah, it's a yeah. Oh, is I don't it, know. Does that look bother. nothing like it? I probably should have. But, uh, I mean, the, the design itself, it, it was really interesting. There's, there's the two different types of robots. There's the dumbs who don't speak, the dark green ones, and then there's the, the Vox. I guess there's a third one, then the Super Vox. Yeah. Why? It, it's, of all the robots, it's like the black dark robot green. is the Very dark robot. green. I, at least on my screen when oh, I was, was looking green? at it, it was very dark green. Okay. I thought it was, I thought it was. We live in difficult times. Black. I, I didn't realize it was a green color. <laughs> so yeah, no, it was it's problematic. Also, uh, running yeah, theme, we have I think discussed through, that. Through uh, but then you have the Supervox, who is the prettiest robot. I think that's why he's the one in control because he's got the glitter face. He's super pretty. Yeah, um, he does. There's lots of like glittery stuff, like and even when uh, Doctor Robot, the Super Doctor Robot, Super Doctor Robot, yeah, the robots. Yeah, uh, from now on, Super Doctor <laughs> Robot. He almost looks a little bit like. David Bowie in the ashes to ashes. When they reveal it, he goes full end, makeup. When he yeah, he goes full makeup. Yeah, when he just he is like, you know what, I'm committing. I 
it's just so weird like he was raised by robots like there's that thing and then it, again yes. i'm like i want to see that show just like a little baby raised by robots yeah i mean I, so you thought it was a, a bowie thing to me it was looks like he wanted to go to a kiss concert but <laughs> yeah i mean it wasn't exactly like if you look up that and we can add the photo it doesn't like no, you no, look no, no, and no. Go, oh they're doing but it's that. definitely it's that era it's, me it's that, that kind of uh, glam rock sort look. of feel to it yeah and I know Ken Sharp uh, was the designer on this particular episode. As to, as to like the costumes and stuff, I think that fell to there was another woman that I think that did the costumes. So, but I know overall Ken Sharp was the designer. I just thought the design on this, yeah, was all we, so yeah, good. we said before it, sets uh, costuming. I mean, the costume is kind of crazy. I'm not sure what they were going for because, but it all felt like it was creating. It was all cohesive. It all made sense. Like the robots kind of had a similar outfits to the, the way the people, but they all had their own kind of distinct looks, which was interesting. The only thing I didn't quite get is like the hallways. So is it, was it like a quasi Egyptian sort of feel? Cause they were like very, a, a, Oh, there's like man, interesting don't. artwork no. too. On if the you're going to say artwork, stuff, put your hand, like, put <laughs> make air quotes when you say it. When they when they step out, uh, this is like in the final episode, and Tus and uh, what's his name Uvanov are trying to make their way to the control center, and they are hiding behind a stained glass wall. Uh, that thing was just horrifyingly bad. Um, but yeah, so there's so there's weird like utilitarian control rooms. But then they have these really lush lounge areas. And then these hallways that kind of look like Egyptian, but Adobe, and then stained glass throughout. It's just real, yeah, real, yeah, real it was, it was kind mix, of but definitely a weird, it works. weird mix. Who says freedom, power, death? That was write so. Power, death uh, that I, <laughs> I really I want like that it. as a teacher. So that was uh, Dask, who's right? the guy that's revealed uh, to be super science doctor robot. Um, he's he whispers that when he's. Take, he has the one ro- robot laying on the workbench, and he's dressed up in a gold lemay command, uh, Cobra Commander outfit, <laughs> which looked great. It was like a gold lemay Cobra Commander goes to sing gospel. Uh, it looked real good. Right. It, that's Thanks. a pretty um, – So he says way. that whenever he injects the, the probe into the robot's head, he says – yeah. Yeah. All right. So j- just to feel like not? we are just sort of this handpicking stuff. I took both notes. of us took took notes. It's all good. Just to catch everyone no, up. Good we don't need here. to do a beat by beat, but yeah. So the doctor and Leela land on this sand crawler. A murders happen that we talked about. There's the crew of the ship. They're all trapped. They assume because robots can't kill people, it has to be one of them. Um, they as- immediately suspect the doctor and Leela. They get arrested, and then you sort of have to figure out which is the human. The doctor's like, it's not a human. It's a robot that's killing these people, and then you sort of – You just wanted to get that, that quick summary uh, 20 minutes into <laughs> – I wanted to get that quick summary okay. so we could get to, you know, episode Okay, two. well, hey, before we get into <laughs> – We can talk about uh, the guy the guy slapping Leela oh, and then man, Leela kicking him and back. she said that she'd, she'd hobble floor. him or cripple him if he did it again, yeah. which was awesome. I was like, yeah, you probably could. Yeah, she was not. Like, she was not putting up with any nonsense, and and this has also a awesome exchange uh, later on. So as I said, you know that they're suspected. 
the doctor offers the jelly baby and he's like, would you like a jelly baby? And it's, you know, hey, that the uh, recording Tom Baker is jelly babies. <laughs> when, when the guy, the guy like knocks it out of his hand. Right. And great he's like line. a simple, no, thank you would have. Uh, I absolutely love he's that. He's got like a great dead look for that gif on our, on our site. Um, there's one th- one more thing in episode one. So freedom, power, this is something death. I'm not quite understanding. So it starts off. There's nine crew members. Plus there's, uh, the doctor and Leela, but there, there's nine crew members. The first one dies. That was Chubb, who is the the really annoying scientist. He gets killed immediately. Yeah, he gets yep. killed in the um, closet, like looking that, for supplies. Uh, that robot had the red glowing eyes and kills and murders him. Okay, great. So that's the first one to die. Uh, but then the doctor, whenever they, they are discovered uh, by the robots, uh, the robots take them to a room and lock them in. The doctor uses the sonic screwdriver, gets out to look for the TARDIS. He finds a silo that's kind of used to, to hold the sand as they're scooping it up he yes that's one of my yeah it's a great cliffhanger but right before that uh, cliffhanger he goes in to investigate there because he pulls out his flashlight and shines it around and finds a body in there it's a different body of this guy named carol who i don't know anything about i only know that because i read a wikipedia article about it who was he we didn't like i mean he had to have been he had to have been in the the initial shot of that uh mining lounge that they're in uh, he must have been in there, but no one talks. But no one talks. Yeah, the in the beginning they do. But no one talks about him. They're talking quickly. about Chubb being murdered. No yeah. one even mentions the second guy. Then the third one's the. Well, they, they do with the third, a third one. Third guy that happens after, and then I think they say this. They say we he they they mention the guy being just dead when they seems find so the strange that there was no reference the, to like people are dropping like flies like one two three and like the second guy. No one even I don't know. I feel bad for his family is what I'm trying to say. Uh... Anyway, so the doctor finds him and then uh, gets locked in. It's not clear. He doesn't get – it's coincidental that he gets locked in there and that the silo starts filling with sand, right? I don't think – No. I mean they say that – or I think that even the doctor says that they were trying to kill the doctor and frame him because it's easier to frame Do you see that happen? Do you see someone like uh, manipulate a control panel or something to close it? Yeah, well, the door. That's why I wasn't, the door. Did you they? Don't, I don't think you see that, right. but they say that. Like the doctor says that they're like, we already, you already would be a perfect suspect because you're a um, intruder. And he goes, the only okay. thing better than an intruder is a yeah, dead yeah. intruder. It's not maybe the word is an intruder. Okay. He mentions that. Yeah, he was. They were intending to. I kill I mean, usually him they're very well explicit the about things like that. I guess I just missed it in that case. It's kind of weird because they're just mm-hmm. only killing people. By strangling them and then adding the marker, but for him they're gonna, you yeah, know, also bury him. Which is, it's a Freedom weird death, thing. but it's all good. Freedom, power, death. Freedom, freedom, power, death. Uh, freedom, 19, power, death. That's, that's pretty think, much says it all. Freedom, power, death. That'll be the 2017. Uh, colon, okay. Freedom, power, death. Um, but yeah, anyway, I love that, and I've seen that in other. It's like it was like a trope, I think, from old horror movies from the 70s that you don't see with his people getting buried are you saying we should bring it back i'm not sure i'd have to rewatch it again but i think someone gets killed that way in dark knight of the scarecrow if you're familiar with that old uh, horror movie about the special needs boy uh man really i have no idea girl you know what i'm talking about it's one of my favorite movies is this a is this like a criterion collection do you ever ever see la law okay of course, uh, it should be. You know, L.A. Law. Do you remember the special guy? That oh gosh, LA okay, Law, sure. Yes, Dark I know Darkman. So yes, I can't, I can't remember the actor. Uh huh. I got it. He put him in your head. Sure. Uh, not that he was typecast. Also playing a special person, plays with a little girl. 
A uh, little girl gets killed by dogs. Somehow they don't recognize the claw marks from the dogs. They assume it's him. They kill this guy while he's dressed up like a scarecrow. And he comes back and has his revenge and kills all his murderers. And I believe he huh. kills one of them in a great now elevator. I have a new movie in my cares. head, so it's I know, fine. I've seen I get that. it. I know I've seen it. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that that cliffhanger with the the uh, dirt coming down or whatever coming down, like I that was great. I thought that was a uh, uh, edge of your seat. And how, he gets what's out of it. The, he has what's going to happen in which episode was nice. two? Moment. Yep. He gets out of it almost immediately. He's got, like, he's got <laughs> it was just thing, tall enough, and it just for some that's reason fine. stops filling up. The, like it's getting no. No, the, 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 the robots detected. There's something sure in there, so they dead. don't stop. It's, it's just uh, yeah. Yeah, there's also another moment where the robot's about to kill Toos. Um, Toos yes, uh, the lovely Toos. Mm-hmm. Um, she's getting strangled, which is pretty for violent. minutes. And then, she's getting strangled yeah, for, for minutes. minutes. I'm like, oh, she's gone. It has to be. No, like they, got, they interrupt her, but for some reason she. Yeah, lives. the other robot, call, the controller robot, calls the other and one it's, back. And- it's super violent because not only is she getting strangled for minutes. For the rest of the time we see her, she's got the handprints, like the purple bruised handprints oh. on her neck it's like oh this is a kid show this is yeah this was a pretty i mean before that the, the robot comes in to murder her in her sleep and you see the point of view shot of the robot and she's laying in her weird seashell shaped bed just kind of watching her sleep and the hand comes out it's yeah it's super creepy it's, it's super creepy. creepy yeah there's a lot of creepy moments uh in this one thing to add to the production of it uh i I saw on the video, like on the DVD, it has the making of. Mm-hmm. I guess Tom Baker wasn't a huge fan of the script. I read that as well. Or at least, yeah, the, when they did the reading, it's the guy, one of the guy's first Doctor Who stories. I think he did one more previously. And and I think Tom Baker was less than kind uh, during the reading. Yeah. So I don't know if that led to a lot of rewrites or, or what, but that was enough that they, they talked about it. What I read was that he, he had some certain characterizations of the Doctor that he wanted the story to bring out that it didn't. But Yeah, and then if fine. he changed stuff or ad-lib stuff, that definitely made it better because I love the characterization of the Doctor in this story. Yeah. The, apparently... Uh, and I, I thought the writing was, was pretty <clears throat> solid. Like, I thought the, 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 the whole story, like that there wasn't any... Aside from we talked a little bit about the robot-itis, not robot-itis. Robophobia. Robophobia. When he kind of loses it a little bit under, when he, for some reason, he's just under the he's Under like a workbench. He's just hanging. <laughs> but it's but he also talks about how he's friends with the robot. Like, he's like, they know I'm here, but they won't bother me. Right? Yeah, I What's didn't. That I about? didn't. Why would that be? When when that first happens, because uh, I, I watched this a second time through of bits and pieces, but the first time it happened, I, I thought he was saying that he was being forced to be part of the conspiracy to kill people, which obviously he wasn't, but like it seemed like a weird, maybe it was a misdirect, yeah, but really all that, it was was he's just bonkers. He's lost it, and that's yeah, all that it was. He, go, he goes crazy, but it's very strange because for someone suffering from robophobia, mm-hmm. he stays in the... He's now volunteered to be the undercover, because he's, he's, he's working for the government or whoever. He didn't have robophobia this. until he was on the ship and the murder started. Yeah, really? I thought robophobia was just from being around robots because they don't use sure. body language that you just go crazy yep. from being around them. Yeah, and they, okay, so and I thought maybe he worked through it, and then when he saw the blood, it tr- re-triggered it. You know what I mean? As opposed to he just developed it. Instantly. Oh, I mean, maybe I, I would. Li- I like I that. Know. That makes a lot more sense. But yeah, he he sees the the bloody hand and then just has a complete meltdown. Um, yeah, he freaks and freaks out. out. I yeah. So I don't think he had it before, but right, he was. Okay, well, let's get into this a little bit. So he was sent to be undercover on the mining ship with um, 
Yeah, along with D eighty four, D twelve, no D eighty four. Yep. Who is who's by the D? You can tell is, a, is supposed D to be a dumb, dumb. Uh, but can actually speak and is actually smarter than the other other robots. It's able to reason and uh, has a bit of a personality. Um, so those two were sent undercover because the mining company was getting letters from uh, Taryn Kappel, who is some scientist yes. who disappeared, but said that he was a very important ro- ro- uh, robotic scientist who, robotics who warned scientist, the yeah. mining company or threatened the mining company with a robot rebellion uprising. So that's what happened, right? Okay. Yes. And uh, so they were put on board to try to find this guy. The robot says, you know, I know what I, no one knows what that guy looks like, but I know what these people look like. And the doctor points out, you know, well, he didn't know beforehand. Yeah, he maybe screwed up. So he got replaced, replaced someone else on the ship. Kind of like, kind of a weird moment because you're like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe D84 uh, name. D84 missed that, but did the entire, co- yes. like nobody thought like maybe. Check their records beforehand. Guy, yeah. yeah, or something. That's fine. In, in any case. Um, okay. Yeah, he, he went and the guy who had robophobia. So they were, they were the undercover were agents. part of yeah. this agents yeah the, this plan to, un, to okay unravel. and as we mentioned the the robot scientist had been raised by robots so he's the master of robots everybody knows yeah. him he's famous enough that everybody knows who he is but not so famous that anyone knows what yes. he looks like i guess so, like sure a, how that yeah. would have happened but sure sure so that's weird also uh they were sent there undercover because of the warnings of a robot or, or yeah warnings of a robot uprising and yet, when the murders start, he's not immediately looking at the robots. He's still looking for people. He doesn't think that any of the people that, that the rest of the crew is trying to pin the murders on are, are the right ones. Yes, he doesn't but, think that's the Doctor and Leela, but he doesn't think that it's the robots. But at least he's going to Doctor and Leela when they're captured and he lets them go. Yeah, and yeah he's, that's fine. He's definitely working, he's working the, the case. case but, and and she, she mentions he's a hunter... He, you know, he's got the posture yeah. of a hunter because he is looking. He's trying to uncover. And that's fine. But he also talks about um, uh, not Zelda. 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 Is he the one that relays the story about Zelda that the captain yes. had him killed? And then you find out that wasn't the case. Uh, her brother had robophobia and ran out of the vessel into like you know the dust storm or whatever wherever they are and right to, re- that so to recap that the the commander of the vessel uvanov has a has a pass so with he zilda is just because- terrible at gathering information and yes. intelligence he's not right? doing a great he's not job necessarily a bad guy well what happened i think was that um so uvanov was was the lead of one of these mining trips years ago zilda's brother was on the ship um, the story was that he was left behind by Uvanov when he was outside the ship in order for Uvanov to go and uh, catch a storm to uh, get these minerals. So Uvanov was uh, painted as this villain who kind of just like left this guy behind all, uh, all in the search of money. Um, that's the story that the family told. That's the story that Zilda thought. What actually happened was the brother had robophobia and ran out of the ship right, and, and died. Um, but it, it was pointed out that uh, him having robophobia would have been a disgrace on the family. So this was a cover-up. So maybe even Zilda didn't know. Zilda obviously didn't know the whole story. So yeah, even, no, I got the impression so Zilda even didn't know and that it was covered up by the higher... Paul didn't know either. He mentioned her yeah. father, right? Or his father, part yeah. of the cover-up. I just assumed if the guy going, maybe they would. he would know more. But that was the official story. That was the story that was in his record. So, yeah. yeah. I still... Right. I still more, was, have more of a yeah, problem that, that he didn't immediately start looking at the robots for some signs of tampering when the murder started, as opposed sure. to you know thinking that it might have been a person. But 
It's fine. Another okay. person. We also get a scene, I think, in episode two, the first body that's killed. Did you do you have a gif, by the way, of him being taken out in the stretcher where he No, I didn't even notice. Does he? <laughs> yeah. Like at the very end, like he's going around, you could see his body sort of like either looking up or just sort of moving. Okay. I'll show no, it to you. Said. I'll shoot it and send okay. it your, send it your way. Um but I love I love robots. Let's <laughs> put that out there, go folks. Out there and say it. I, I love robots. I love the idea of robots. I like the idea of robot rebellion and the that whole sort of thing. So I was sort of going into this episode already. This is my sweet spot. You got you got everything going on. How do you where do you land on sort of robots as a villain? I like them, um, and we we see a lot. Or as you know that the idea of what it is to be human. No, they, they didn't, didn't really get into right. So this that this was more yeah. Stuff. This wasn't that at all. Um, where we, although a li- they do a little bit, which I thought was kind of cool, uh, with the doctor talking the way the doctor talks to um, D eighty four, where he 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 treats him as a human. Like there's a couple times where D eighty four, you know, his whole thing he's gonna hit this bomb and it's gonna destroy right. all robots. Destroy all robots. Uh-huh. That's a great title for something. Um, and he's like, no, you know, I don't matter, you know, at all. And he's like, yes, you do. Like he says, like it's yeah. Kind he has of that like, moment. I guess cute. Um, he- but yeah, there's like there's their banter and their back and forth is sort of approaches D eighty four being more than just a robot, but actually being someone you would care about. I agree. I mean, they, they had a but similar yeah. situation when when the doctor's going, uh, D84 is telling him about the fact that he's undercover and because these these threatening letters that they were getting and they're talking back and forth and uh, D84 realizes that he failed by not having checked what these crew members looked at beforehand and catching that someone was substituted. I failed and then the doctor kind of comforts him and the doctor's going to go off and do more investigation yeah. and ask, would you like to come along? So he definitely has like a little soft spot for d84 throughout which is kind of cool this this robot actually had a cool um uh personality that was different than the rest but you asked me what do i think about uh, robots as the in yeah, general we've seen a lot we uh, saw it you know uh, with villain. the uh Movellians, uh the disco robots as well yes. we have obviously yep. the cybermen we have the daleks i would say as well i mean they're more cyborg i would say I the daleks are not robots dan those are right. travel machines and they're more cyborgs inside those are do not but qualify then i guess robots cybermen, cybermen also yeah, aren't but either they're they're half human half yeah they're cyborgs robot. i guess you know they're you're Neither replacing Human parts with robot yeah. parts, right? Yeah, so a, that's a cyborg. That's not a robot. I'm wrong. I'm wrong, guys. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm okay. very sorry. All right, so that's a cyborg. Uh, <laughs> Dalek's definitely not robots. Yeah, no, no, no. This is horrible. I'm going to... I'm going to... so embarrassing. We fire myself, <laughs> guys. I got three demerits. Um, generally um, speaking... yeah, like the Mavellan... We don't get it. We get robot, the robot one. That was kind of silly, but I'm more the Mavellans and this, like where you have sort of robots among society. This is a lot too like these aren't robots, but like right. the Ood. This was much more um, similar, similar to the Ood than it was to a robot story. Yeah. So you had servant robots that rise up. And including the red eyes as well, which is kind of fun. Um, there's that and the fact that yeah. the entire society or, you know, societies like this, if there is a problem with the robots. A doctor says this too, like uh, – that this has started to happen, that these robots are having an uprising or are, are not going to be able to support the society. Uh, he says something to the effect that he expects their society is going to collapse. It's just going to fall to ruins. So I like that. I mean, that's the same a similar feeling with the Ood as well. Do they mention where this society is from? I mean, these are, they're not humans, well, so they never Well, they talk are about humans because they say human know, throughout right? the episode. Kill the humans. Oh. do you, Are they from One Earth would assume then? at some point... 
When I say humans, I just assume like humans being right. people from Earth. But I think they're human, but human maybe not Terran. Uh, no, I, I, so we also don't okay, know what year okay, this you're is. Right. This I'm might getting my this my might be ten thousand years in the future, stuff. and then humans are everywhere. Um, so who knows? They don't actually. I don't think they explicitly say actually the planet they're on, where they're from. Maybe they do, but I didn't really catch that because it went by so quickly in the beginning. Or what year it is? There's a couple of things that they mention that I tried to look up and I couldn't find anything was there something like corlin beta or something that the doctor references at one point oh another it was an, yeah. another yeah, robot society another society that was built on robots yeah 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 uh-huh. y- yes Why? yeah but do you do you know i couldn't find much as far as details about if that is that's a reference oh to no i don't think episode or i don't future think episode so. or whatever or i think it was a, just one of those one of those things they throw out to kind of fill out the universe yeah what was my feeling but uh, yeah, I love I love this sort of stuff, and I really like the robot design. It was sort of human like, but not human like, but also scary. Like it's got like a Mike Michael Myers feel to it. Like the whole thing is uh, the hair, even like the hair, yeah. the details that they put in the hair. And so, and the, the robot. Did we mention like the unca- uncanny valley that this kind of falls into as well, which is kind of a relevant thing for us today, where you see. Uh, computer animation of people where it becomes so real that it ends up being jarring because it makes it seem like they're corpses that are that the things yes. are cor- but I, no I no but that's what they were talking about that's what the that robophobia was oh, okay. that it looks like people they act like people but they don't have right, the subtle yeah. things that you don't pick up consciously that are uh subconscious that cause you to feel this and that's kind of yeah, the same thing with um i mean if you saw the latest uh star wars movie the rogue one where they have Grand Moff Tarkin, who, from a distance, if you don't really pay much attention... Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. So if you don't really pay attention to it, it's like, okay, that looks great. But then when they do the close-ups, something's not right, and you can't quite... I would say, like, here's the the weird thing. If you did... That, the Grand Moff Tarkin, that's also a layered thing, too, because all of the things you're saying. But then there's also the, (laughs) hey, Peter Cushing died... Ten years or fifteen years ago, or whatever, and he didn't okay it's that. Not like, right. it's not right. But what I was going to say, with, what's thing. weird with that Uncanny Valley, I feel like if you were to take any still from it and look at it, it would look completely real. It's it the motion okay. in between because you can't yeah. get as much as everything looks photo real. Yeah. It doesn't look lifelike. And it's so strange. You're 100 percent right, and that that's that's the way too with um, yeah. sort of video game cutscenes and stuff where you're like. You almost have to be a st- more stylized approach because yeah, you get that un- uneasy. Which I will call from now on. Right, robophobia. I have robophobia. Yeah. Well, that now we, have a, now we finally have uh, which a means word we can treat for it. it. So I don't have to. Are you <laughs> tired of struggling for words? <laughs> so uh, there was. A, um, so, uh, in any case, what else we got? Uh, we got the. Uh, oh, I really like the, <laughs> the scene when um, freedom power death happens. Freedom power death when. Uh, <laughs> That's going to be the tagline for our show from now on. Um, when yeah. the Supervox is going... Yeah, goes, tattooed. Like, when you get that tattooed like in a thug life font yep. across my midsection, like, like Tupac, it. but it's just freedom, power, death. What was I saying? Go on. So, uh, so Supervox goes into the... Uh... Supervox, also great band name. Like If somebody wants to start Supervox as a band, I would... Probably, I check out your. I'm not saying I no, want to go see you guys if you're playing right. live. Depends. He's also got kids, folks, so he's you know he's busy. I mean? like, but like, uh, he'll definitely listen to it. He'll buy the album. So go super so super, super box. So the super box goes uh, to the uh, to the room. The what do you call it? The lab that's set up, and it gets his programming overridden by uh, 
doctor science computer guy. Um, and they have the moment where he's like mm-hmm. the cut Dr. scene of, or cut back and forth between the monitor where you see like the distorted face kind of computery face of the guy cutting back to the robot and then it keeps going back and forth and does this really 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 fast yeah it gets, it gets psychedelic really and trippy and also trippy. like seizure inducing yes. real quick so they do some really weird stuff like that which was i love that that it that is like that is to me like such to like a uh, a thing from this error from sort of the late 70s and they do it a little bit in the early yeah. 80s where they did that all the time like there was lots of psychedelic freak out moments like that um that i feel like they should bring back uh you never get that anymore i love that <laughs> i can take my own psychedelics before i watch a show to get that sort of yeah there needs to be more yeah more weird uh yeah. druggy trippy things in doctor Who. what else do we have oh i i like to what else you so, got about that this is another thing that i i probably mention every time it happens um so i'm sorry but the robot comes to kill leela she's trapped in um she's been locked into one of these rooms um the robot comes in and slowly chases her and says she can't get away she yeah we have the great scene where she throws a knife at it she hurls a knife at it it sticks into him he knocks it aside and she says well now he's just showing off which i thought was a great 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 line yeah that was funny and a little aside she nearly killed someone in the documentary on the dvd (laughs) She nearly killed the cameraman. Yeah, like like went right past his arm. Uh, so then after that, I think she everyone said it was just her and him on set. The set everyone else, like, oh, this lady's crazy. <laughs> so there's lady that. But but, but but hang on, hang on. But the part that bothered me. That's not the part Leo? that bothered me. That's oh, fine. The the robot's chasing her slowly. That always happens. And then she gets away from him by going around a curtain and throwing it over his head and then running out of the room. Like those chase scenes just kill me. Yeah, well, it was great because his his only line too is right, like you you're not getting out of here. And she whatever. gets out of it. No, that was really annoying. <laughs> but then there was another similar-ish one where the the doctor's being chased by a robot um, who has a probe stuck in his head, then is in a hallway and gets encountered by another robot who's going to attack him. He puts his hat and scarf on the one robot as a decoy, and the two yes, of them are trying to strangle each other. Yeah. And they're kind of like doing it. I love that, yeah. Because the one robot, too, the robot yeah. has already gotten all jacked up, so he's seeing like, uh, he's got like yeah. a compound out eye fly vision thing going on so he can't quite see and he just and the other robot's like assumes that other please robot don't kill is, me uh, and then the like super box comes walking by <laughs> please yeah the, the other the judgmental robot too walks by that's like, not him yeah you idiots that's not him at no, all he just, he just lets just him keep going. dancing he doesn't stop the violence he's just like yeah that's not <laughs> him at all i gotta go super box uh, out i'm super box <laughs> <laughs> so that happens oh, uh, right box. and then the doctor defeats uh, um uh, Super Doctor Robot, Taron Cappell. Yeah, and in classic Doctor Who fashion, uh, he just splits at the end. Like, yeah, they're probably they're fine. Like, hey, they're should we fine. check? Yeah, that's happened nah, a bunch. Fine. We're just out of here. They just yeah. mess things up um, and then just. But he, he beats Taron Cappell by helium, which is a weird thing. The guy didn't notice that he was. It is a weird thing because they, they do yeah. talk about the voice pattern being how you identify. They do set it up throughout. Human from another yeah. human, and they, they change his voice. Uh, but they also like the the ship is sabotaged, mm-hmm. or the ship, sand the miner. crawler, mm-hmm. or the sand, the, the mining yeah. ship is sabotaged, and then it's going high speed. It's going to break apart. Um, then yeah. they cut all the power. It starts yeah. to sink, and then it's going to get buried. They fix it. And then they do something. No, else they, they fix it to they make get, it they get, they, float. But yes, did they actually fix it? Because the doctor's cutting. Yeah, they, like, they're cutting wires. Yeah. Like it seems like a permanent thing. 
I thought they were just floating it up, but it's like okay. Well, well they that, got it back online. The ship needs repairs. He's well. Okay. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair, the doctor says no. We don't need to go back for them. A rescue ship is on its way. He does say that, so it's okay. Okay, you're right. He, they yeah. do say that. So yeah, they sure. are. I mean, it could be. It could be three months. The rescue ship arrives. Nobody called. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's totally. Lying. I totally called nine one one. We're good. Let's get out of here. How would he know? So that all happens. Hey. I thought this was a really, oh, really fun episode. Um, everything about it. You got uh, yeah, you got I great robots. That. You got a, a lot of quilted uh, jackets. A lot of fun uh, makeup. I know who I'm going to be for Halloween now. Great I'm acting. going to be one of the. I'm going to probably be the Super Vox because the glitter looks good. Super Vox. Super Vox. Yeah. No, Everyone no, here is on board. I we all love this, all, right, guys? Um, in agreement. We're on on board. We love the sets. We like the writing. We like the story beats. All killer. No the whole way. It's all killer. We got it's a bit killer, of overacting, no which is super fun. We got um, some... Yeah, thumbs up. Uh, no, just the part yeah, that... And not too much. Like, just I think right. Other than that robophobia totally. scene. And you know what? He committed yep. to it. Good for you. Good guy. you uh, whatever your name was. That was a poll. Uh, he was cool. Uh, Zelda. Why do I keep calling her Zelda? <laughs> Zella. She was great. Even Toos, although Toos for some reason, okay, let's we, let's talk about this. Why is she in a giant clamshell yeah. bed? Like when she's they a go fancy to her lady. Bed, it looks like she's in a. There's like this. There's this whole weird, like nautical thing. Like it's almost like they're. Yeah, you had told me that they yeah. were under. Still would have made like sense. It was like an well, she because her, her okay, mohawk her mohawk headdress shell. also it's sort of strange. looked like a. Seahorse, maybe. So like maybe a, she like just a, has a, a thing. Seahorse. She just has yes. a fetish. It's her thing. Like, it's just they're like we're each of them sort of you know. <laughs> I'll take the sea, and then the other one was like, I'll be the sand person, or I don't know. It just feels like weird. Like, <laughs> like the like you, you mentioned before. Yeah. It's like there's something. I'm not from, sure why like they, they had to pull something, something from, from everywhere. And Jacques Cousteau, but <laughs> yeah, that was just a really strange. That she was. She's in a shell, and she had like a nice setup. But I, I mean, guess, maybe you know, she was one of the one of the ruling family mind. people because she seemed like a one of the kind of aristocratic sort of feel. But I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. And then you also got the sense too with Zelda. Um, even though Zella hated the captain, Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> even though Zelda hated him, <laughs> no, that, <laughs> Zelda. Zelda. Uh. Zilda, whatever her name is, hated the captain. Yeah. He was into her, like like you got the sense hey, that he was hoping Eric, like he would get money the and then earn her respect because she was the so only rich. two left on the ship, and he was going to turn it around. That vessel like, could be months out. Who knows what's going to happen? They got <laughs> yeah. time, baby. It was uh, great. It was great. Stuff. It was a great episode. That concludes it. And that concludes. Yep. We're done forever, uh, guys. Our entire podcast forever. No. So now we'll get back our back into the regular timeline that we were doing before. Keeper of track. We're heading towards yeah. the end now of uh, Tom Baker's be, reign. Tom Baker's yeah. reign. We have two so more we're going to do the keeper of track. In if uh, anyone has any good ideas about how to get a hold of it without having to spend a hundred bucks on. Well, you know what. Yeah, and don't no 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 uh, no a legal way to do it. But here's a torrent of it. Along the lines of you know that recommendation a, a to check out your local library, which I'm absolutely going to do um, to see if they have it. That would be cool. If anyone has any other cool uh, ideas or have seen a site to buy it on, keep your eyes out. Please let us know. Uh, that would be great. Otherwise, um, 
Yeah, I gotta do yeah, that. Yeah, I could check eBay too. Like, I haven't looked to see if maybe you can get a used copy of the you next three episodes. They have a DVD set that includes Castro, Castro, uh, I can never pronounce it, folks. First. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll get yeah, better so, at it. Yeah, the first. Um, so it has those. I may just go ahead and buy that so that we can watch it and then just sell it back on eBay. Um, so we'll see. Worst comes to worst, we'll just do that. Yeah, I'm just looking it up here. Like you could, oh, you oh, could I get saw that for seven. I thought for seventy three, seventy bucks, so around seventy. I saw the other day. Not so. cheap. Oh, it's totally. That's still expensive. We'll you can find get it. The deep, regular DVD around forty bucks. But in any case, also do what you can see if you can find it. If you can get that uh, figure set, there's a Doctor Who Keeper of Tracking <laughs> action figure PO set. PO box. Feel free to send that Something's to me. <laughs> it's on the website, folks. But PO box. Uh, it's on the website. Two one three one. People can check it. No, what is our PO box? <laughs> P.O. Box 2131, Red Bank, New Jersey. You don't have to. Don't We've do mentioned it. it before. It's okay. We just did this because we're... No, and, and we're not... Obviously, we would That's love horrible. listeners to send us stuff. But I'm really oh, thinking, like, right. shouldn't the BBC send us something to review? Just here... Hey, we're having... These guys are having a hard time reviewing... Don't worry. I'm going to take care of it on Twitter. The DVD guys, the, the Twitter account's going to go nuts. We're going to tweet at BBC, yeah. and uh, I want all of you guys stuff. to retweet it at them, because there's nothing else going on on Twitter right now, so we might as well just harass BBC for free things. The rest of Twitter's been pretty much silent, so... Yeah. It's just calm and quiet. Oh, it's just so on calm. On that note... And, uh, calm and quiet here in the States. Uh, but anyway... <laughs> You can find me, speaking of the internet and what's on it, at ericgrissom.com, and you can find my Tumblr, my comics, and my t- all my stuff. And <laughs> Nailing it. Speak, I do. <laughs> Good. So that's on that. I am really doing well at this uh, podcasting thing. But yeah, all my Facebook, Twitter, if you want to get in touch with me in any of those ways, uh, comics are important so if you like yeah read uh, his books they're good you uh you can find me uh danjnj.com or on twitter at danjnj i am also tweeting from t-o-d-w show yes. on twitter it's facebook.com slash t-o-d-w-s yeah that wasn't available for me on twitter so i had to go with yeah. something longer well, maybe oh well up, but who cares anyway so keep uh, an eye out for all the fun gifts that'll be coming that's right gifts not gifs will be coming out soon for this episode enjoy 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 and uh otherwise we will talk to you guys again in three weeks We're all born with a certain inner rhythm.